do not be led by others awaken your own mind amass your own experience and decide for yourself your own path says the atharvana veda which is the fourth among the vedas and is considered an encyclopedia on many subjects it reflects the life of the vedic people and is related to both worldly happiness and spiritual knowledge hello my name is malati and this is my show titled the impressive empress here i talk to women leaders to understand what it takes to become a leader to understand the journey from within the journey to becoming a female leader with a higher purpose our guest for the day is dr rashi gupta fondly known as the battery wali of india she is an entrepreneur and is a pioneer in the manufacturing of advanced lithium batteries in india along with the world's smartest lithium battery She is the founder and managing director of Vision Mechatronics Private Limited leading it towards a name to reckon for in the field of robotics renewable energy and energy storage a women entrepreneur who has been fearless and ferocious in creating a brand for herself and her company in these male dominated fields if one takes a closer look at the alchemy of this achiever two distinct virtues would pop up besides perseverance and hard work and they are pioneering spirit and willingness coupled with an impressive educational background it was not therefore surprising that she became a prominent name in the renewable energy sector of india which earned her the title asia's most influential women in the renewable energy 2020 she is a recipient of the global women leadership award 2021 and the women in stem 2021 by CII the Confederation of Indian Industry I'm really happy to have her on this show talking to me about her experiences listen on to know what makes Rashi the impressive empress so a very good afternoon uh, Rashi welcome to our show titled the impressive empress where we are talking to women leaders from various walks of lives trying to understand their journey from within their journey to becoming a female leader with a higher purpose and i'm so glad that we are sitting together to talk about your inner journey and what made you the battery wali of india so welcome to our show rashi thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to connect with all the audiences and you of course i mean it's a pleasure to be here and about uh, how i became the battery value of india is a very nice question i mean everyone asked me that is the first thing they asked me so what happened is that um, in india there is a, a tradition of assigning a wali or a wala to what you do as work i mean that is easier to associate the person with its work so same thing happened with me and when uh, like i pioneered in uh, 2015 for batteries lithium batteries and advanced lithium batteries in india when there was nobody doing this and uh, being a female entrepreneur in this uh, uh, male dominated segment it was it was easy to make uh, your space you know a, a recognition for yourself saying that okay there's a female entrepreneur doing this okay so if anybody wanted anything are go and ask that battery wali she must be knowing it that that lady who does battery work now go and talk to her and that's how it just started and you know then i just realized when people started associating me with that name i said why not use it capitalize on it right so i just picked it up and i was like okay let's go at battery wali of india so with all due respect love affection of the entire uh, community i accepted the title and i was like okay let's go ahead with it great tell me something about your uh, growing up years a couple of stories from your life that actually helped you take the plunge of uh, becoming an entrepreneur which eventually gave, brought you this title growing up i'll tell you what i mean my life was nothing like an ordinary girl i'll tell you very honestly it was my parents never gave me a doll to play with or uh, you know the kitchen utensils to play with to be very honest i mean which is what happens in traditional indian homes where you have the girls playing with dolls and sarees and you know makeup kits and what out i never had that my dad gave me a computer he said learn something i was just like about 5 uh, or 6 yeah 
very young because he used to work, you know, and, and he had a comp for himself to work. So I used to just sneak in. I was like, can I play on this? And he was like, okay. So at that time, he used to have that Pac-Man game, you know, where that uh, thing would go and eat the dots. So, <laughs> so I used to play that game and I used to feel wow. And then, you know, uh, but at the same time, there was a striking balance which my mom created that I was supposed to know everything in the house. So uh, the kitchen responsibility was still there. And at the same time, I could, I was like allowed to play games and I was allowed to use the computer. So that was so exciting. And uh, my parents never differentiated between a boy and a girl. So I was given more privileges rather than my brother. So <laughs> I'm happy about it. And that shaped a lot of my uh, growing years into becoming uh, very, very uh, attracted towards science, technology, towards, uh, you know, being very mentally and uh, strong and, and having a very strong mindset of growth. So that initial building years really changed a lot in me. And I think mm -hmm. that is the foundation yeah. of uh, what I am today without which I don't think I would have taken such a big plunge into entrepreneurship as well as being into hardcore technical fields. True. I mean, the support that we get from parents, especially from the mothers, I've heard time and again uh, by so many women and also men that it kind of builds the foundation on which you are able to stand strongly. So I'm glad yes. they did what they did. I heard the saying, have a commitment, clarity will come. This was said by Captain Raman. Uh, who's uh, someone whose speech I've started admiring in the recent years. Is this something you can resonate with? Well, yes. Um, I can resonate to this and I can relate it in terms of focus, in terms of sincerity and in terms of dedication that you would have to your work or to yourself rather for that matter. Because what happens is, you know, a person has to first relate to himself or herself. And if you cannot relate to yourself, there can never be a commitment or a dedication or a focus on anything. So whatever you do, you have to first relate to yourself. You have to first accept that, yes, I am capable of doing this. And when you, was, when you say that you're capable of doing this, that first small thought which comes to you is the foundation of your success with focus, perseverance, persistence, and commitment. It takes a big deal to make a commitment. I'm sure your, uh, you know, your high education quotient, uh, with starting with mechanical engineering, then to MBA, then to a law degree, and then finally a PhD in management. I don't know if it's the final. Maybe you want to continue. You want to be a lifelong learner. But wow, really wow. What what went on uh, in your mind when you did all these, uh, when you conquered all these degrees? And how have these helped you in your life? I'll tell you what, education or any kind of thing that you learn stays with you throughout your life and it will help you in every walk of your life. I mean, whether it is languages or it is an skill or it is education that you take, okay, it helps you a lot. Like I'm into it. Now people say that you're an engineer and then you went into a law degree. So that's a drastically different uh, segment. How does it help you? So, you know what I'll tell you? When I did my engineering, there was because of my father. Okay, and then I went on to do MBA because engineers had no value. <laughs> they are the least valued people, <laughs> the least valued degree for that matter. And they will say, okay, you need to have one more degree, a master's at least to yeah. become employable or to, you know, get some good job and get some good earning. So I said, okay, let me just do an MBA. Post MBA, I was like, okay, now what? I, I was still not employed. Okay, I never got a job. So I was like, okay, I need to do something on my own. But then I just started working on my own. And then I did my law degree because of my mom. She wanted to do a law degree. She could not study at that time, even though she's finished it now, but then she didn't have a PhD. So how could I be looked down upon without a PhD? So I went on. Now, these are some reasons of uh, having the uh, degrees. Now, how did I use them and how were they very effective for me in every walk of my life? See, being an engineer helped me think clearly, plan properly with absolute logic and reasoning. Okay, then my business administration helped me execute everything flawlessly, become an entrepreneur. My law degree helped me to, uh, to you know, uh, 
safeguard me from the pitfalls that I could. And the PhD degree, the research, it always helped me in improving my product with research and development. It taught me how to do research, how to make your, uh, how to improve, okay, on what is there, how to do a problem statement, how to find a solution to it. So every degree that I got, I have implemented it in every walk of my life. <laughs> silly reasons, silly reasons have made me reach here. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes, you know, it is the, the simple things in life that add a lot of value. Uh, but we, you know, going through it, we never realize that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm also an entrepreneur and I've been uh, dreaming of doing a PhD. And what you have said, I think kind of uh, should motivate me to go ahead and do that. Good. So next time I speak to you, it will be Dr. Malati. Hopefully, hopefully. I don't, I don't hopefully, think no, it should I'm be sure about it. long. <laughs> no, I don't want to wait for that long, you know. You it don't could have be to wait for that long. You just begin now and you're there in three years. Three years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's really fast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and uh, uh, from your website, I see that you have quite a few mentors and quite a few guides. And how is it, how important is it to have a mentor uh, to grow as an entrepreneur or as a woman leader? I think uh, having a mentor is important and I think the mentorship first begins at home. Your parents are your first mentors and they are very important mentors for you because they lay the foundation stone. And then over a period of time, uh, people from the same field, from the business fields that you are in or from your work field that where you work uh, or your friends, they can influence and become mentors. A mentor, you know, it is not one static mentor that you would have. Life is yeah. a journey and mentorship also is a journey. And you may yeah. never know who comes to you next. And that journey is very important to, uh, you know, embrace, to be happy about and to recognize at the right time that you found a mentor. Exactly. So that was going to be my next question. So how do you go about building that kind of a, a mentor-mentee relationship? I think it's very simple, you know, if you can discuss or share your problems, whether it is anything with somebody, I think you have developed a mentor-mentee relationship. Let's keep it very simple, straightforward. I mean, even your friend, even if your friend can give you an advice, which clicks to you, I mean, in very simple, you know, language, it should click. If it clicks to you, it makes sense to you. You have developed. And, and you know, like I said, you don't have to have it as a static relationship. It is very versatile. And if you get inspired by somebody, you can always reappear. Life is very simple. We just need to keep it simple. And uh, we always try very complex things to make it very simple. I think we need to approach it in the, in the simplest form of way and then move ahead. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, I, I listened to one of your interviews where you said true power is when you know yourself. So the primary reason for me to start this podcast is that I feel that we all must embrace ourselves as women first. Nice. What happened is I was going through the lowest of the low phase of my personal life at that point of time or rather the professional personal for me, everything was one and the same at that time. I was going through the worst phase of my life and probably I don't think I would have hit any lowest trench at that time. And uh, it so happened I was, uh, <laughs> I went to, I went to actually replace uh, as a proxy for one of my uh, mother's uh, commitments and that day I learned uh, on one of the spiritual sessions on what is a karmic balance sheet and that wow. was the turning point in my life and since then I've never felt low honestly and that was the time when I discovered how strong I am and how weak I am and it all lies with me yeah my strength my weakness both lies with me now, 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 you, now you would be in a question mark that how my weakness is with me and how my strength is with me. It is up to me 
as a person, as an individual, that I can convert my weakness into my strength. So, so it is up to me. Exactly. It's about my mindset. How am I going to approach to the situation or to whatever has happened to the problem statement? Whether I want to make it my strength or whether I want to look it at look at it as my weakness is something that is my own belief. If I'm scared, if I'm feeling weak, it will become a weakness. If I'm headstrong and I'll say, "Come on, let's see what you have for me in the store." I'm going to. Re I'm ready to take heads on with you. It becomes my strength. How do the tables turn? How do the situation, which is really bad and which is absolutely against you, turn in your favor? It's only with your mindset. So if you internally, you know, internally inside you, you are strong. You're you have a very solid foundation, and you have the firm belief. that whatever happens is the best for me you will never have a weakness you can turn around the tables just with a thought with just with a thought great coming with so much conviction it 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 sure i'm sure it's going to hit everyone at their core very strong statement in fact this was one of the question from one of uh, one of my friends uh, who's who's a patron for the impressive empress her question today was what is your strategy that you use to tide over your low points and you have already answered that question <laughs> whenever i go through the low uh, see it's I, i'm also a human being i also go through a lot of situations so at that point of time i just take a pause and this is for everyone all of you can do it it's very simple okay whenever you are hitting hitting the wall and you think okay it's a dead end i don't know what to do just take a pause take a deep breath breathe very deeply exhale and just think what is it that i want to do at this point of time what is it that i want have and you know you have to be absolutely focused on yourself on your inner self you will get the answer and just follow your instincts you will never hit a dead end you will turn the table and it will be a beautiful garden full of flowers and happiness and you will be out of the situation mm that's a guarantee solid piece of practical advice thanks thanks for that yeah so uh i we all know i mean i i know from uh, by reading your profile that your strengths are many in number like uh, your power your perseverance your pioneering spirit your fearlessness your your ferocious approach but uh, i i think all these must have helped you achieve whatever you have achieved what what have been some of your weaknesses that have been roadblocks and how did you overcome these my biggest weakness was anger hmm. i was somebody who was who will get very angry you know with just just a word and i would like you know it was right on my nose here i could just be angry immediately and so bad that i could fire people left and right and then when i realized you know um, after i hit my low i just realized what's the use how is it going to help me anyway i mean i spoil my body with that anger because it hurts you you know when you are angry when you are in a negative emotion it hurts you also so what's the point in troubling my body so much what's the point in troubling the person in front of me with with so much of anger is it going to help me anyway like when i learned how to deal with you know weaknesses i just said i took a pause i just realized being angry will it will it solve anything will it make anything better and and my inner self said no so when you get an answer from your inner self saying no it it is immediately that you should stop it it does not make sense a soul is so powerful that it guides you at every moment but the only point is you got to listen to it you have to be you have to have faith in that in a voice that small tiny in a voice that comes and which you just uh, you know put it on side by not listening to it but then yeah that is important and when my inner voice said that okay i did not get angry it's not it's not required and and that was the moment of victory hmm. i mean it was gone hmm. i'm sorted so when you have to sort yourself 
with that was one of my major weaknesses you know i feel that was one of my major weaknesses and since then i don't think i have had some major anger issues or anything of that sort i mean totally sorted peaceful cool there was a time when i was the most angriest person probably having all swords knives pokes whatever you could get to fight but today i'm like absolutely chilled out cool now even if somebody comes angry in front of me and i'm like okay please sit i mean no matter what the person has done bad or destroyed or created a hell lot of losses in anything i would just come say okay sit let's have a glass of water eat something and then we'll see mm. what to do i mean so chilled out i'll just write an example of how i could uh, like last to last year when this lockdowns were just announced we had a major major setback just before the lockdown because one of our vendors uh, messed up with one of the products that was incoming raw materials and there was no way that it could be redone because we were very short of time and in a manufacturing unit manufacturing requires certain amount of time which you cannot there's no shortcut to manufacturing okay so at that point of time everybody had panicked and everybody in the company said okay ma'am now what do we do we have lost the battle and i'm like i know we've lost the battle so it's okay <laughs> i was so chilled out it was losses of a few crores there and i was like okay fine chilled out no problem you go to the vendor find out why he has done it wrong and as an engineering team ensure that this mistake is never repeated for us or for anybody else that he's uh, he is a vendor to and he's like we need to penalize him i said no we are not going to penalize him at all no penalties it was if you cannot inculcate good habits or a good uh, you know a good production line from him then it's your fault you you are the ones who have to pay for the penalty not him go get it sorted whatever has happened has happened we will cover it up in the next year whatever happens has happened we, there is no undo button in life so just remember that you know in a computer in an it business you still have an undo but life and manufacturing does not have an undo so just forget it now just sort it whatever we can do to implement good practices do it let us take it as a learning and i was like totally chilled out i did not have even a frown on my face saying that okay now what next i was like okay hmm. we'll cover it yeah. and we did it yeah. so you know when you had we 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 covered it up in the next financial year we covered mm-hmm. it up so whenever you are rock solid inside it will always show up inside true true that and uh, so you consider your spiritual practice to be helping you in this absolutely that is my backbone absolutely hmm. so in these vuka uh, uh, times i think now they have also added a b in front and at the end so disruptive volatile uncertain complex ambiguous and diverse times and normally we'll have one or two combinations but i think corona has taught us to deal with you know i think we now have to uh, look for no uh, new uncertain uh, terms but in these times how did you manage your business and how did your leadership style change during these times and especially as a woman i think you know what i went on my inner journey during the pandemic and that has helped me a lot i went uh, in in uh, in hindi i'm using this word it is called antarmukhi going in going inside going on your inner journey okay so i went on my inner journey and i ensured that everybody who works with us is peaceful no pay cuts that's the first thing no pay cuts no um, no you know no expenses will be cut they will be as the way they are nobody will be troubled no delayed payments nothing in fact we or we helped some of them to with advances as well so that they can be peaceful during these times and they can they can bank on us that yes we are there with them and no layoffs absolutely zero layoffs okay that was the first thing i ensured then what i did was i went on my inner journey to discover myself because this was a very good time no travel very few meetings in the first 3 months of the lockdown i had a lot of time for my own um, you know development improving my skills because as in as you know being at the head of the organization you really do not get too much time to improve on yourselves so i made new strategies for the organization and for myself at that during the first 3 4 months and then what i realized is that people need lot of hope and faith at this point of time sure so that's what i did i made sure that i'm available for each one of them 
whoever wants to talk to me can definitely call me up there was no hierarchy at that point of time i made myself accessible to everybody across so that they can call me up they can talk to me and that was and and one thing that i uh, made sure was that i would call up each and every person on the phone book that i had the number stored i mean i called up everybody asking about their well being asking of just two minutes i mean just a courtesy call on hi hello how are you is everything all right and how are things long time to catch up simple things and that gave me a lot of faith to myself and restoring the faith in humanity very simple thing did not cost me much but then it gave me a lot of satisfaction gave people around me a lot of happiness and hope that yes things will be fine some day yeah and second thing what i did was i cut off from the news entirely mm. very difficult because this whatsapp university is very nice but uh, and of course the news channels is very nice but uh, i am not eligible for you know such a nice university somehow so i decided to take a break from that education of the whatsapp university and news university and i decided to okay just let me focus on myself mm. so one thing that i have learned over these journey is that whenever there is a huge uh, turmoil or uh, you know a storm outside what does a tortoise do it goes inside the shell mm. and the shell is so strong that it will protect the tortoise from everything that's happening mm. outside i became a tortoise mm. i decided let me go back in my shell let me just live peacefully in harmony with myself mm. first and because when i am in harmony with myself i can offer that to somebody mm. else what you have within is only that you can give out mm. if you're sad you will give sadness if you're happy you will give happiness so when i am with peace and harmony with myself i can offer you that and that's what i decided to do that is what changed in the pandemic great uh, dr apj abdul kalam another one of my favorites said what matters in this life more than winning for ourselves is helping others win even if it means slowing down and changing our course a candle loses nothing by lighting another candle i'm i'm so totally able to uh, relate this with your case and, uh, yeah i mean we need some people with uh, with the human touch sometimes it's uh, it's often the case that we lose our humanity and uh, we are more focused on the deliverables or on on the returns and you know the roi and all of that stuff is what play in our minds rather than looking uh, or taking a humane approach thanks once again so how is it that you manage doing so many things that you are doing you are you are a committee member of the bureau of indian standards for batteries energy storage and mobility you are a member of the international electrotechnical commission a committee member of the national energy storage committee i think i need about 5 minutes to just read whatever you are doing so <laughs> so so uh, i just read a couple of uh, important things that i think is important you are you are the advisor energy storage india smart grid forum you are the committee member of ieee gender equality and social inclusion so with so many things that you are doing plus you are an entrepreneur of your company and it's very easy plus you also do uh, you have taken up some uh, sustainable development goals which the un has uh, put forth uh, the the uh, sdg 5 and 7 uh, so many things the rural electrification the the gender diversity and bridging bridging the gender gap it's it's very easy to get overwhelmed and to start thinking about the the, the pros and cons and whether you know we start thinking we get all these self doubts whether i should do it or not do it how do you ensure that you have the right kind of time and energy to be able to multitask and to think strategically to succeed okay now i'll give you uh, something which i really do every day is my me time i've been i've been talking about this uh, on many forums i'll take some time to tell you this also that me time is very important and which i do for myself in the morning early hours you can find your me time anywhere in the day or in the night as you please but that doesn't mean you have to go watch tv or you have to cook or you have to read no it's me time 
it's time for me and as women we never have me time we are so busy with our daily stuff with children with the, uh, with the house uh, with the you know with in laws or with the work we never find me time for ourselves so what i do is early morning i have a me time for myself i listen to what i want to do it's introspecting it's reflecting it's about me and i do it every day i don't miss out on my me time very important for me even if it is sometime i just get only 10 minutes fine but i will make it a practice to do it now what happens is now all this comes to you know time management prioritizing having a time management and never forgetting yourself women tend to get carried away in um, you know justifying and uh, trying to please everybody don't do that it's absolutely not required you just have to be you when you are you you can do everything you're so powerful you're so empowered you can do everything under the sky and that is my energy that i get every day doing my me time talking to myself feeling happy about it embracing my own self and that is when you know what happens is i get to think a lot i get to reflect upon what i want to do how i can i create a difference to the society how can i create a difference to one single person's life my day is done so these are very very small things which i do and uh, that's how and time management of course is very important prioritizing and you know what when you are happy doing something you don't feel burdened you don't feel it is a task you don't feel that okay you have to spend so much of time on this oh my god this is so taxing when will this get over when will this project be finished all these thoughts never come to your mind because if you are happy doing something you will time flies mm. you really don't realize that when was it the morning and when it is evening in the fire so 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 you know you have to be happy about doing these things and that's what i do if i'm not happy about something if it is not you know giving me that sense of satisfaction i will not do it i've learned to say no it's very difficult for women to say no they will say yes to everything and suffer we have to learn to say no and suffer absolutely our suffering is because of us we invite the suffering so we have to say no to what to something that we cannot justify to ourselves that's what i do simple as that and when i cannot like like i'll tell you what there was one committee planning for an empowering women session and i said it doesn't make sense at this point of time let's not do it very simple i could say a no because i felt that it does not make sense and thankfully the committee agreed and we have postponed it for the next year i'll send you an invite also yeah. for that please Thank do you. come so 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 you know what you have to learn to say no and you have to learn to voice your opinion clearly firmly and assertively hmm. that's when everything is sorted and you have a lot of time to do yourself and whatever you like <laughs> great so when when you do this repeatedly sometimes there could be that there would be a lot of resistance and uh, in a in a working in a male dominated field you would probably have been discriminated you would have faced gender discrimination so what are the three important steps that you took to embolden yourself and surge ahead i think the first and foremost is uh, see i belong to a technical field so having uh, resistance was very important and that's how i actually became an entrepreneur because the first resistance i had was that women are not good designers and they cannot do technical stuff really well i mean back in those days but now things have changed so what is important now is that you need to focus on your strengths very important second uh, have a very strong technical knowledge i mean whatever you say or every word that you speak should make sense okay be assertive do you don't have to be aggressive to make your point you just be assertive and be strong and stick to your beliefs don't get carried away if you don't feel it is right please don't get carried away because somebody else who is more experienced than you or who is having gray hairs and a black suit says that it it is that it is supposed to be like this no challenge 
i you can always say that you know i feel this is how it should be can we give it a try let's at least take my step and if it's not i'm i'm ready to accept what you have to say let's give it a try at least hmm so you know this is how you can actually put yourself for, uh, in front of these uh, in this where you have where you face discrimination where you face resistance and you can tell them that no i feel it is this way and let's give it a try so i mean this is how it has worked for me and i think it should work for others as well but yeah evaluate the situation thoroughly and then take your stances yeah i think it all comes back to true power is knowing who you really are and and i think it's from that foundation that we can uh be able to communicate clearly and loudly and assertively as to what we want and how we want to go about uh i know that you are also very active in bridging the gender gap and bringing gender parity even in your organization you have 50% representation for the women so what factors have converged to uh contribute to women leadership effectiveness and the rise of female leaders i think i just practiced what i preached simple <laughs> if i practice equality i should if i preach equality i need to practice equality as well hmm. that's what i did and something that i felt was uh, a phenomenal growth when i uh, had all women leaderships with me hmm. strategic positions all women i could feel the growth probably i could resonate well with them that also could be one of the reasons but then i think they are more capable mm mm-hmm. women i did not uh, enlighten uh, women on their strengths and you know the capabilities they have we all know it only thing is we don't polish ourselves we don't have faith in ourselves that we can do it mm. so that is what i did with all of these uh, women and uh, yeah there we are growing every year mm. being better every year being stronger every year and and i think just by having this small thing you know like it again comes down to the same thing that if you believe in yourself you can achieve a sky is achievable i mean you can achieve anything under this sky that you want mm. and it's not going to be difficult it's a power of thought that you have very importantly i repeatedly say this that think about it you know uh, when you really want something when you desire something so truly you get it so 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 that's important but but the point is you should listen to yourself and that's what i did when i felt that i need to practice what i'm preaching i immediately took measures to implement that because i am the one if i'm preaching i have to set an example myself mm. that's very important otherwise people will just say she just keeps talking and she doesn't do anything i mean she's also like one of the other speakers who would come just talk and just go away get some nice applaud and done but i didn't want to do that i'm okay i'm 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 happy with my snail pace of doing things that i'm doing but then they just have to be perfect hmm. so you're also very passionate uh, to work on the sustainable and circular development focused on uh, the uh, like i said the un uh, uh, development program which has the sustainable development goals so you have chosen 5 and 7 could you please elaborate on that and let us know why you chose these and what have been 5 and 7 are very close to me 5 is gender equality 7 is energy mm-hmm. power mm-hmm. and i'm i'm powerful you know <laughs> i love the power i have i love the soft power that i have mm-hmm. so i decided to be in the energy field and uh, you know i feel women are powerhouses they just need to discover themselves so when we uh, when you know when a woman is empowered uh, you know everybody else around is empowered Mm. so i felt that if i can bring because i first felt empowered myself i just discovered how powerful i can be how i can help others to come to you know to come up to the level that i am probably even better than me i would love to see people who become better than me by taking it from me i would love to see that so so how can i create more powerhouses so i felt you know and there is a gender disparity there is an inequality and if i can contribute my little bit to help women sustain better why not yeah. i mean society has given me so much i should give it back it's my time to give it back yeah. and then uh, second thing is uh, what i felt was that power is one sector where uh, women are looked down upon we do not have much representation so i said okay these two sectors are very important and today without power you cannot do anything mm. 
see it, it you know few years back it was food water shelter now it is food water shelter electricity internet yeah <laughs> so so you yeah. know without internet comes these, first internet comes first uh, internet comes first so it is now, so let me correct the order it is internet uh, electricity food water and then shelter so let's correct the, the new definition now and then so i realized you know these are certain sectors where you can work you can change and you can create and you know what in the past sector the beneficiaries 90% of the beneficiary are women hmm. so they are interrelated and one thing that we did in one of the schools in one of the primary schools in the villages in kathavaram uh, i realized that you know that uh, the girls didn't want to come to the school because uh, they had very clean toilets no doubt but there was no water because there was no electricity because the water pump wouldn't run without electricity so again a circular loop so just by providing them some sustainable green solar power with storage of course uh, the admissions of the school tripled there were three times and even though they had a mid day meal scheme that was not an attraction they said we get food at home that's not the attraction to come to school the school now has wifi the school now has e learning classes projectors computers just because they had access to sustainable energy mm. for which they were not dependent on any external source girls are happy to come to school now right they're not scared anymore to go out get water for themselves for the toilets very simple things you know but they make a huge impact on somebody's life and these are pre primary school up to 6 standard imagine at that tender age what impact it has on the minds of these young kids mm. so i realized you know what difference it can make what amount of satisfaction i got i mean i don't have words for it but then i could see those young lives transform i could see wow what what amount of you know uh, talent will be created because they got an opportunity so much talent is wasted because they do not get an opportunity so hmm so so these are very important to me so whatever i can do to contribute to these two sectors i will okay so you also said that you would appreciate women taking up strategic positions so how are you ensuring in your company that more women are able to take up the kind of roles that you have taken well i do talk to each one of them i try to mentor them whatever i can do sometimes i learn from all of them also yeah. it's it is a, a learning is an entirely you know an um, a lifelong process it's a journey mm-hmm. so i've learned from them i try to talk them out i try to help them out wherever i can with their personal and professional agendas one thing that i did was you know i made sure that each one of them gets an incentive or a sponsorship for learning a new skill that's for everybody i mean no gender discrimination whether you are man or woman everybody gets that and they have to mandatorily uh, take that otherwise it is otherwise it lapses from the cdc so there is one incentive somebody has okay i can learn a new skill and that skill need not be work related or uh, need not be uh, you know uh, technical skill it can be any skill that you want to learn or you uh, you wished you could so time is given money is given for that and you need to learn that skill so what i try to do is now enhance their personal journey as a person because when you come to work you spend maximum time at work the peak lifetime is at work so if you're not happy if you're not creative if you're not doing something for yourself in that time you will never be satisfied and happy so your personal and professional develop both are development both are together you know so that's what i try to do with the small initiative let's i just hope everyone gets benefited with that what is it that you do on a daily basis or on a regular basis to ensure that your conscience is clean and that your vision is not clouded by unwanted distractions my me time me time the answer is my me time i will i love myself a lot I'm sorry if I, if anybody feels that I am egoistic or something but I'm not I'm someone very down to earth but I just love myself and I think loving yourself is the first primary thing to be clear in your vision because that's when you can hear your inner voice that's where you will know that okay you you will be guided you know by the nature's strength 
saying that okay this is correct and this is not correct you you will have that guiding you know support behind your back your angels will keep guiding you so first and foremost love yourself then second thing is stay focused very importantly stay focused on what you you're doing like you know i'll tell you what in, even in work i had lot of temptations going into charging infrastructure because we are into batteries per se and uh, energy storage solutions so we were like uh, we were like very tempted uh, everybody gave us a lot of you know temptation that you why don't you get into charging infrastructure why don't you get in why don't you diversify into getting into you know make building the e vehicle since you have the core knowledge of batteries and you're good at it and i was like no it may be a very attractive uh, situation it may be something which could have been giving lot of revenue but that's not my core i will not deviate from core i would still love to remain battery wali i do not want to deviate from the core strength that i have so you will have lot of temptations coming your way but you have to resist those temptations you have to stay focused on what you want to do and you have to evaluate the pros and cons thoroughly and that is when your vision will not get clouded right so very important is focusing hmm. and i think focusing and staying uh, you know staying on the path that you believe so i believe i believe for my company for myself that i'm good with batteries we are good with storage let's remain with storage we we cater to ev segment we cater to stationary storage segment we do everything that is possible but we remain focused with our niche with our core we have not deviated from the core great amazing answers uh, very i'm i'm thoroughly enjoying i'm really sad that it's going to come to an end but let us uh, wrap it up with uh, some rapid fire questions okay chris answers are you ready yes Let's fire it so which woman inspires you and why mama mommy dearest <laughs> because mom has laid the foundation stone mom gave me a lot of strength she gave me clarity she was always a backbone and support system whenever i needed it i mean even today i can bug her with everything that i want to without even thinking of you know that she's a mom she's my mom no i mean the first thing on the speed dial is going to be mom okay so what is success according to you and what success habits have you cultivated success is a journey okay it's not a destination and 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 you know success is to be measured by your own self you're not supposed to measure your success with uh, you know by comparing yourself with anybody else hmm. don't compare yourself i think success i am successful when i am satisfied when i can have my good night sleep very simple definition of my success is that okay i have achieved it i keep my milestones short simple sweet achieve them go to the next one that is success great simple how could self employed women develop their leadership skills okay self employed women uh, need to be very focused on two things i mean now you are being focused on two things at the same time is very difficult mm-hmm. but you have to focus on yourself and you have to focus on your company or whatever work you are doing mm-hmm. don't let others come and give you beautiful advices just listen to them you may not implement each one of them so think wisely and focus more on people because they are your true value they are your true foundation so focus on people and i think that is when you will become a nice leader you will be a very effective leader then right you have received multiple awards starting with uh, the you know the asia's most influential women in renewable energy 2020 global women leadership award 2021 and recently women in stem by the confederation of indian industry 2021 etc etc of all the awards that you have received which is the one that makes you feel like you really deserved it or makes you feel proud of yourself and why well you asked me a very tricky rapid fire question here i think all of them are equally important for me okay. and you know when i when i got the asia's most influential women title i was not expecting i didn't even know i was nominated i had no idea no clue and then after that women in stem by cii and global leadership award for the it was 100 women across the globe i had absolutely no clue of each one of them 
Hmm. I just filled the forms and I was like, okay, for the first one, I didn't even know was known the nomination. The second and the third, I just filled the forms and it just happened. Hmm. I was not expecting any of them. All of them are very close to me, very nice ones of them. And they have made me more responsible. Each award that is conferred upon you makes you more responsible, makes you more, uh, you know, makes you work harder and makes you work smarter that, yes, people are looking up to you, you need to work more. So what is the one core message that you have received from your gurus or mentors or coaches or the people you look up to that has been your guiding light? I am possible. Impossible. I am possible. That's it. That is just, I think it describes everything in its own. I don't, I don't need not explain anything further. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful talking to you, Rashmi. And I'm really glad that you took this time out and uh, talk to us so many uh, useful, practical uh, to-do points, tips, et cetera, et cetera, that's going to uh, engage and enrich people, women especially, to, to better themselves and make this place a better uh, place for the generations to come. Thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure. A strong woman with multiple hats, Rashi is clear that success is a journey and not a destination. With her inner energy, she powers many. Thank you, Rashi, for the wonderful work that you are doing. Salutations to such inspirers in our lives. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope you liked this conversation and found it inspiring. If you think this could help transform minds, please share this with others you know. You can listen to the Impressive Impress podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, TuneIn, GeoSavan, and Player FM. Multiple options. Got a question that you want me to ask our next guest? Do write to me at empress at bhogya.online. E-M-P-R-E-S-S at B-H-O-G-Y-A dot O-N-L-I-N-E. I look forward to receiving your feedback and comments. Bye. Until the next time. And take care.